Hey everybody, it's good to see you all again. This segment is just to kind of let you guys know what is going on in this episode. So in this episode, there is a situation um, towards the end or anywhere in this episode, there is a blank. That means there's no sound coming in the episode. And you might think that is your fault. That is my fault. You can blame me, say it was my fault because that is editing problem and that's because of recording and the recording platform that I use. If that happens to be in the in the episode, if that's in it, um, what you need to do is to just disregard it. Don't worry about it. Consider it like an ad break. Consider it like a break. Consider it like we're taking a five-minute break. Consider it like that. So no freaking out. No need to worry. Make sure you guys enjoy the episode. Enjoy what's in it. And y'all have a good one. And enjoy this one. Really enjoy it and have fun. And please disregard the blanks in there because other than breaks. Hope you guys enjoy this episode. And thank you guys for understanding and for your cooperation. everybody thank you guys so much for joining us tonight as we dove into a wonderful podcast episode now in this following segment you will get a chance to hear this artist's showcase because every artist that comes on the show requires to do a showcase so buckle up get some popcorn and enjoy the showcase i hope you guys love it and check out the artist when you get a chance to hope you guys love it enjoy I hope you'll forgive me. I asked my husband to come in as quietly as possible. You might hear like the slightest noise in the background. We'll That's all right. apologize for advance. I tried That's to right. move to the quietest spot. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. That's good. That's good. All right. Hey, everybody. Thank you for that disclaimer, Isabel. Um, to everybody out there. Hey, everybody. Good to see you all again. This one's going to be very special because I am here with an amazing musician, singer, songwriter, pianist. She's amazing. This is Isabel. Say hey to the world, Isabel. Hey, world. Hey. It's so good to meet you. I'm so honored and so excited to meet you and to interview you. I'm so happy that you're here. Thank you. Oh, gosh. Uh, The honor is mine. Musically, I really... uh have enjoyed what I've heard of your show and uh, you know I'm excited to be here today with you. Thank you for having me and for uh, appreciating my music and all. No problem, no problem. Your music is extraordinary. So I, I was like totally like down to do this. I like I was so I was so direct when I heard about you. I was like I definitely got to get you. I got to get you here. I got to get you here. <laughs> that means a lot to hear. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. No Made problem. My day. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Your smile made my day. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes me glad to hear. That's good. All right. So let's kind of start at the very beginning. And I don't mean um I don't mean that beginning, but um the, the beginning of your music career because 
as a musician, everybody has a beginning. Everybody has a start to their music career that makes their music career kind of jump from there. So I kind of want to start with this. Um, how did Jerry make music start for you? Um, uh, can, can you say that again? I'm having the slightest trouble hearing you. Sorry. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Most people say that. that that's okay. Um, again, I was saying, um, how did the journey with music start for you? Oh, thanks. Uh, yeah. Um, well, uh, <laughs> I, I don't mind sharing that. Uh, I really uh, loved music since I was very little. In fact, my earliest memory was of being in preschool. And I remember that the preschool teacher came in with a guitar and we all sang. And I, I really remember kind of singing loudly, uh, sort of loudly and proudly. And uh, I, I've always loved singing. That kind of evolved into piano playing in my youth. And um, uh, sort of each love fed off of the, the, the other love, uh, piano and, and singing. And, uh, you know, I was uh, intrigued by wonderful musicians. Well, I might be dating myself the slightest bit if I mention Liberace, <laughs> but I just thought he was amazing. Just very glittery at the piano with all those rings and he sounded amazing. So, and he just had so much pizzazz just playing. So, um, yeah, and then uh, it evolved into uh, singing in, um, uh, uh, you know, when I, when I was uh, in high school. And I tell you, I did a lot of independent work uh, I didn't always have the most conducive atmosphere when I, you know, in my family when I was growing up. But, uh, you know, music stayed alive in me, very, very strong. I think of uh, some writer that said an indomitable spring or something that lived on in, in, inside your heart despite the winter. So uh, music was just this titanic world inside of me no matter what. And then, uh, in, uh, you know, I kept evolving, uh, studying my instruments and in college, uh, I, I began, you know, probably as, as early as in my teens, I was write, attempting always to write songs. And it wasn't until I became a backup singer for a rock band. And I sort of came in through the singing back door <laughs> uh, where I learned the craft of songwriting. And it sort of took off from me because up to that, that time, I, I had written poetry for years. And uh, I was just like a little bit of a, of a, like dynamite sort of finally just, you know, everything sort of, t you know, sparking um, when I learned the craft of songwriting. And um, after that, I've never looked back. I, I continue to love singing and, and writing songs. Uh, I did go through a quiet period in my life. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, I could, I could tell you about more later if you're really interested, but uh, then, uh, you know, just assembling my band and finding my bandmates and collaborators uh, was just like electric when I, uh, you know, met my, my drummer, Alec Mengi. And uh, we seemed to have a, a natural musical conversation going on. And uh, that inspired a lot of songs, that's for sure. Probably most of those, all those songs on my first album, Isabel and the Whispers. Oh. Wow, you have such an exciting life, I can see, and very lively, very vivid. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I'm, pro I'm probably slightly wired today. <laughs> I didn't have coffee, though, so I can't blame it on the coffee. <laughs> um, but maybe just a little bit, maybe just a, maybe just a little. 
but <laughs> maybe. Yeah, coffee may have a little bit, and you're dysfunctional because a lot of adults can't function without coffee. So <laughs> it's definitely yeah. hard. It's definitely hard for me. I need a cup of coffee once in a while. Yeah, you have a favorite flavor? Um, it really just depends um, on my mood swings. Mm-hmm. On mood swings. Ah. So whatever I'm happy, I'll have a nice cup of coffee. If I'm sad, I might have a little bit. Or if I'm angry, I'm going to have probably just a small teaspoon. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I hear you. Right. <laughs> and um, just to follow up on your music, because um, I mean, love it. Um, what you. what would you say would be your big... Excuse me, I'm stuttering. That is my bad. I meant, um, what, were, what would you say would be your big inspiration to the music game? My biggest... Um, I- I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. Oh, Inspiration. What is your biggest inspiration into the music Oh, my game? biggest inspiration, believe it or not. Uh, oh, boy. Um, it's kind of like asking sort of where babies come from or where do they really come from for me? Meaning it's just how life just enters the world. And it's just how creative life, like just spark happens and a song is born. Songs sort of falling on my lap just list tuning in my mind sort of like a little uh i don't know what, what would you say antenna i suddenly pick up a signal and it's like suddenly and before i know it a whole song lands on me but believe it or not i actually really um was incredibly motivated when i when i got together with my band and my bandmates who were very loyal bandmates over the years continued to be and, and they plan to be with me on my next album uh, and it's going to be a follow-up, Isabella and the Whispers, too. And um, I just, well, I, you know what? I hear them. I hear my bandmates playing with me on my songs. And um, I, I always loved orchestration since I was a very young. I listened to the works of uh, Tchaikovsky, a tremendous orchestrator. He happens to be a classical musician, but in and of itself, the music just has so much stuff going on. And uh, it's very exciting to kind of uh, wade into the waters of music production, as I've been doing with that song. Um, one of the latest songs I'm coming out with my Josefina remix, among other songs. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. That's nice. Yeah, I got to check them out later on. I never heard of him, but I'm going to check them out. Yes, that'd be wonderful. Yeah, he's going on my list. I have a long list of artists to check out from all my interviewers, so I got a lot of checking out to do. Get it? Checking so, out. So yeah, you 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 got a lot of artists to inspire you, huh? Well, actually, artists tell me they uh, ask a lot of questions about their inspirations or their dream collaboration. They tell me artists like, what the what the heck is that like? Like what, like I've never heard of them and I make a list of artists to check out and producers and musicians to check out. And yeah, yeah, they, the, the guests usually tell me though these artists that are new to me. And that's usually oh. a bit. That's usually a bit. It's usually yeah. A... yeah, the music world's so huge. <laughs> Sorry, vast. Oh yeah. People always changing. The the players always changing. 
Oh, yeah. And music's kind of like everywhere, really. It's not really just in one city and one place. It's everywhere. So it's very, very open, very vivid, and it's very, very wonderful and magical. Oh, yeah, that's right. I agree. All right. So what is your favorite music music instrument? What's your favorite? Well, uh, I'm, I can't, I, it's kind of has a, a double-sided answer there. Um, I think of singing is uh, something I can fall back on anytime. Um, but, but my enchantment is with the piano. It's as if I, I, I was just, I'm just magnetically attracted to it. Um, and uh, it keeps pulling me in after all these years I've been making music. It's been well over 15 years and uh, I'm still I'm still really enamored of the instrument just the sounds and the range of it and it's 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 like a it's like a musical marriage going strong <laughs> <laughs> after all these after all this time <laughs> yeah yeah and I really do admire the piano, though. I love the piano. It's one of my favorite because it goes along with every type of music. Yeah. Yeah. Funny, the thing about piano is um, it's kind of a, 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 in the shadow of its, uh, the guitar when it comes to pop. Um, in the pop world today, it's always the guitar front, usually. I mean, yes, it's true. You have an occasional piano pop player. But by and large, the guitar rules. But I'm I I'd like to kind of uh, just sort of break with that and 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 get music out there of all kinds. Uh, although I was classically trained, I, I love playing playing plenty of modern sounding music on the piano, and uh, it's, it's it is I agree it's a gorgeous instrument. It's just something in it for everyone's ears. That's just oh, my yeah. humble opinion. I guess I'm biased. <laughs> Oh, no, not really. I totally agree. And to just follow up on piano, I actually come from a community of, I don't know if you're familiar with rap. I actually rap in yeah. hip hop. And um, okay. it goes really good with that. The piano is very universal. I was trying to say like open, I was trying to say universal. Oh, yeah, I bet. I, I can imagine that piano and rap. Yes, I can. Um, do you, uh, I mean, I, I guess I, I figure you probably, I mean, do you like like using other orchestrations on top as well? Um, I don't record music, but um, I actually have tried using different instruments. So, um, for example, I have tried using guitar. I I once listened to a guitar beat and actually tried to replicate it and actually tried to make a guitar beat. It was very unsuccessful, but it was nice to see a guitar and have a nice beat with it. It was nice. Oh, cool. I mean, uh, how would you compare that, like singing rap to that as opposed to the piano? I'm just curious. Um, so the guitar and piano, um, the guitar is more like, um, like a melody kind of rap. Like, I guess a guitar would fit more like a melody kind of rap, or like a slow rap. Uh, guitar would, feel, would fit great with that. This one. Um, and yeah. then a piano would go great with um, more like steady kind of rap. Um, 
it would go away with a steady kind of rap, like have a fast tempo, a very happy rap. Um, or maybe even, um, I'm trying to think of the word, but you kind of get the point, is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, yeah, it's good to hear your perspective on that since, um, yeah, I've never tried singing rap, but I mean, uh, sounds cool. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty exciting. It's very exciting. Rap is very exciting to explore, but uh, I love your music just the way it is. So that's good. Thank you. No problem. All right, let's get some more action, shall we? Um, so being a musician yourself, I'm sure you have a couple of dreams in mind. So let's start off with this. So do you have any dream collabs in mind? Well, uh, okay, yes, I do. I do have a secret dream. Um, <laughs> I'm getting, I'm being slightly confessional here, but I would love to, I, you know, I just sincerely believe that my songs have something to offer to cinema. And uh, in the past, I, I have, have known a documentarian who used one of my tracks, Dot to Dot, as background music for her live uh, sort of faith-based travel show. Uh, very interesting show, The Faithful Traveler. Uh, and I had so much fun, you know, the, the idea of synchronizing my music to cinema and visuals. I'm very visual. I also paint. Uh, I've written poems and stuff. Uh, and so I, you know, I, I do have a dream. I love to, I would love to have like a sort of cinematic experience of my music. I've also imagined dancers dancing to my music, like experimental dancers. Um, and that would be an amazing dream come true if I could work that out with my drummer. We could bring that to the stage, modern dance company, uh, willing to take on, you know, new, new music and new creative energy. And I would love to like bring even a short experimental experience to, to, to dance with, with our music, with our piano and drums, possibly singing. Yeah. Ah, Okay. Okay, that's very new. Very new. I haven't heard anybody say cinema. Would that be pretty big if I were to see one of your songs in a movie or something like that? That'd be really cool. Yeah, it's um, it's 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 a little secret I have. One of my one of my songs, after song, sort of lends itself to that. I always pictured it, kind of like in movie credits or something. I just kind of need to find that person who can, <laughs> who can envision the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would love to see one of your songs in the credits. That'd be really cool. <laughs> yes, thank you, Musical.ly. No problem, no problem. I like those dreams, though, the cinema and the dancing. I could definitely envision you doing one of those, one of those two, or even both. Yeah, you know, I'm a bit of a do-it-yourselfer. <laughs> so I'm always about uh, breaking into new territory. And it's not inconceivable that I could, well, gee, uh, I mean, I could take it on making my own movie, but I don't know. I just think there's, it's thrilling to have other people's interpretation of one's work involved. So um, I sometimes can't get to it all. I'm, I really love so much about music that I just kind of can't get to it all. But that's like, I would love to tend to this dream within five years if possible. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, you kind of you got that all planned out, huh? 
Yeah, I mean, I try to, to, to hold myself to some kind of, I don't know, timeline, I guess. Um, and it keeps things moving for me. Okay, okay. Okay, I see you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Um, now, I'm not sure if you're familiar with this, um, but I'm going to go with it. Have you, yeah. have you ever gone through a writer's block? Oh, my gosh, yes. A hundred percent, yes. Well, uh, I have to say when Isabel and the Whispers first came together, it was very electric. The relationship centered between the piano and drums. Uh, and I, I tell you, I wrote a sweep of songs. Um, it wasn't like hundreds and hundreds or anything, but just like a lot of songs. But um, and but then I went through this incredible breakup, uh, and about you know a few years into the band's being uh, established uh, in New York City, and it this it breakup just ruined me, just devastated me, um, and I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, I didn't, I couldn't celebrate anything in, in songs, I you know. Oh, and it wow. lasted a while until life started moving and changing and things, you know, things evolved and there was a sort of loosening up of, of, of things that were clogged. Um, <clears throat> and I just sort of resolved. I just sort of made up my mind. Uh, I had to move to Massachusetts from being in New York City for years and I had to kind of reinvent myself a little because the audience was so different here um from the very diverse audience that I, I was playing to in New York oh. and um I just sort of fell back on my traditional training <clears throat> and well you know somehow I was sort of moving and singing through the pain just playing through the pain just <laughs> Yeah, I'm see yeah. <laughs> Just playing and playing and playing until sort of music revived me again. Like just all the responses I got from different people and, and different contacts. Uh I, I you know, just people tell me they were grateful for my you know, my music company and choirs or music company and weddings or you know, music and entertainment. I'm also a, you know, um we want to say, up, you know, just I, uh, you know, I'm a working musician and uh, it, it thrilled me, the possibilities. So I, I sort of woke up out of that slump. Uh, but I'll tell you, it was, um, it was not easy. Yeah, it was not easy. I, I don't know that I have answers. Kind of had to turn to my faith and I had to kind of just keep playing through it and keep setting little goals for myself and stuff you know wow you're really powerful that was so that was so that was so strong and brave how you did that thank you and how you yeah. overcame that and how you overcame your your writer's block that's really amazing it was really rough but i've reached a point again where i've just sort of turned to my higher power and just you know surrendered again and and uh, you know, songs are coming back to me, sort of coming back to me in my dreams 
or I'm hearing them around and it's, uh, it's an incredibly exciting time because my, all my bandmates are still there <laughs> and they're still uh, really excited to play with me as I am with them. And so for me, to me, music is also centered on those relationships I have with my bandmates. For me, I've, even though as introverted as playing piano can be, sort of solitary, some parts of it, for me, the excitement is uh, working with people, uh, music and, and, and getting it out there. And, uh, and people who are naturally, of course, appreciating my music and all and whatever, and making it even more beautiful. And, and they are, and they're so gifted in their own right. And, you know, like my drummer, Alec Mengi, and the talented guitarist, Octavio Padron. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. most definitely. And it's so amazing how you overcame the whole situation, how you handled it responsibly. Oh my gosh, thank you for appreciating that. It was, um, yeah, it was incredibly rough. Um, and sometimes I still remember it and I still kind of get the chills. It just felt like it was, things were dead. But it doesn't feel like that now. <laughs> oh, really? No, uh, I just feel uh, an incredible new springtime going on. Sort of a lot of breakthroughs going on. That's good. That's good. That's, That's good. even this interview. I'm very happy to be on this show today. Yeah, I'm so I'm so glad to meet you. It's it's so it's such an honor to meet such an incredible musician like yourself. Well, you know, uh, just the privilege is mine. That's good. That's good. Uh, all right. Now that we go into know each other a little bit um i kind of want to talk about your music a little more because it's so sure. beautiful it's so beautiful we gotta we gotta know about it we gotta get into that thank you thank you so much anything particular um let's start off with your creative process so how would you write how would you write a song what's your creative process well um <clears throat> all right there's a kind of <laughs> A mysterious answer, which is like just songs that sort of fall on my lap. But at the same time, there is a more versed answer that I can give you. And that these things um, sort of set themselves up. Like, of course, when I sang, when I learned the craft of songwriting, I, I, I learned the ABA structure or ABBA or ABC, whereby a verse and then a chorus uh, and then a verse or a verse chorus and then a bridge and then a verse, you know. Um, but I got to say, as versed as I became in that, I sort of have to forget about it. You know, I had to sort of unlearn in many ways things that I was picking up from sources other than the band I'm telling you about, Defenders, uh, the, the one where I learned craft writing, uh, songwriting, excuse me. Um, and... Uh, I had to unlearn what I was learning from other sources, very like scholastic type sources. I, I kind of had to throw all that out because it wasn't me. And the poet in me is like never totally dead. <laughs> I, I wrote for a lot of years. I have a book of poems and, and lyrics out there. It's called Heart's Eye. Uh, it's on Amazon. And, um, you know, that was a culmination of 15 years also of, of I, I started writing very young uh, of poems and songs. So like for me, it's this, it's this, it's this kaboom that happens. It's like an eclipse whereby 
one thing is over, overlapping over another. My state of mind with my listening, with the instruments and I, the structure, my, my understanding of the structure of songs and uh, orchestration. So it just sort of, it just overlaps like a collage and there, um. it leaves an imprint and the imprint is what I record. Oh. That, that, that whatever rises to the top of this watery experience, and, you know, it's this very nebulous, it's very amorphous, very emotional. But at the same time, not just totally emotional, it's, uh, it's cerebral too, because you, you, are, you are writing a song and, and there is a, a, you know, there is a, a process and, and things, have, you know, things have to make sense and enough. <laughs> right. Mostly. To me, anyway, among my standards, <laughs> these things are so relative. Oh, right. And it's so, it's so amazing, so beautiful, the way you write your music and the way it's your music and it's not so generic as other songwriters and it's your way, your style of music. Yeah, I consider it my own infusion into the songwriting tradition. I, I respect it for what it is. At the same time, I'm trying to do something. And sometimes I need to depart from just the regular template of songs. I, I, I need, it's, if it's not working for me, I gotta make it work. I've gotta change it. So, right. Yeah. Right, most definitely. And that's so unique and different, which I totally respect. And it's so beautiful. Thank you. You, you sound really uh, appreciative of almost the mystical qualities of the creative process. No problem, no problem. This is one of my favorite questions to ask because I really get in tune, like get get really in tune about the creative process of other musicians because I want to see how other musicians write their music and I want to see how unique and different they are. Sure. It's so it's so amazing how different artists have their own methods and different things they do to write a song. Oh yeah, definitely. This is why I've been asked to teach songwriting, but to tell you the truth, I, I don't feel like I can really do it because it's so mysterious, even to me. And I, I think when it becomes too much of a science, I think I'll be done with songwriting. I actually love the mystery. It's the mystery that pulls me in again and again. Oh, uh, I bet you should, though. I mean, don't really treat it like, like a science, treat it like, um, like an experience, like, the, mm -hmm. like, like an experience. Like, I could totally see you as a teacher, and you'd be helping others. You'd be giving them you know, tips and methods on how you give life. So... Instead of like a science, instead of like a scientific method kind of thing, um, kind of treat it like an experience, like giving others an experience, telling them your story and something like this, like this interview, just having them learn about you and I'm taking in what you're teaching them and letting them decide what yeah. to do with it. Yeah, that's really interesting. I'll have to think about that. I certainly am a piano teacher but the, this is probably the most that I've ever talked about my songwriting process publicly. So, so thank you for that. No problem. No problem. Anytime, anytime. All right. 
Uh, and um, just to follow up to your music, how would you describe it? Like, how would you describe the music that you typically create? Well, okay. <laughs> uh, the million dollar question, I guess. Mm, there are people who've heard my, my, my uh, most popular songs, Josefina, Dot to Dot, my uh, new up and coming. Well, I wrote it a while back, but it's, it's going to be released, uh, hopefully very soon, Wander. And they, uh, they say it sounds pretty much like pop. And I did not set out to write pop. I did not say to myself, I'm going to be a pop writer. In fact, I just was just kind of pulling from things I, I knew and I've heard. I, I really, I grew up listening to uh, lots of musicians from the second British invasion. And uh, the ones especially um, that really played a lot orchestrated music. Um, well, Level 42, Tears for Fears, Depeche Mode, Sting. I also love Coldplay, modern, modern versions of, of that music. Um, and uh, I guess it's just, it's this pop, but at the same time, there, there's a song of mine, After Song, that's really based in a folk style. Uh, and you could, you could probably sing it on the, you know, ukulele or, or guitar. Um, and so it's pretty simple. I've got other songs. I, I do also sing on the ukulele and I know, I kind of test them. If, if they work on the ukulele, I say to myself, they, they have, <laughs> they're possibly folk, folky. So, um, uh, I, I'm all over the place sometimes, just, but, but I tend to travel between pop and, and, uh, folk, but I'm, I'm breaking into, uh, you know, the water, you know, stepping my feet in the waters of jazz. <laughs> Because I always imagined, in fact, I always thought, okay, as I get, when I get older, I'm going to break into jazz. <laughs> so like, but at the same time, I don't have to wait till I'm that, I'm that old or anything. You know, I'm just saying like, I wanted to always evolve from all these other genres I was doing into jazz. And, and I am doing it. One of my songs, Dancing, is, uh, has variation, uh, jazz variations going on. And I'm, I'm, I'm potentially going to add that to the album. Oh, Okay. Okay, so it's so your music is kind of poppy, but also not poppy. Like it's kind of like it's kind of pop, but not really. Yeah, crossover. I almost want to say alternative. I want to say ambient. I I almost want to. I don't want to say underground because I'm not. I'm not sure that ever. I'm not sure what that means to people. But I know to me, I just imagine it as something colorful, poetic um but not too folky as in i i'm telling my stories per se it, for me i'm not so much interested in chronological order of stories for me i'm more interested in impressions like emotional impressions like poetics sequences or something i hope that makes sense to people out there sounding too cryptic I'll just change the subject, but you know, if I, if I, I just can't be too chronological about my songwriting um, or formulaic for that matter. Uh, so that's why I'm not totally folky either. Oh, uh, okay. So you're kind of like an everything artist then. Uh, you know, I'm always, I'm always experimenting. That's for sure. I, I just, 
I can't imagine life just doing the same thing over and over. I always want to do something else, something different. Yeah, I relate my artists like that because the most generic people that stick to the same genre happens to be rap artists, rap and pop. They all mm -hmm. stick to the same thing. Yeah. Like I, like I love artists that really go out there and really experiment on different sounds and do different genres. Like I really do appreciate those artists that do that. Oh yeah. I mean, don't, you know, don't get me wrong. I always come back to my craft, right? My songs, <laughs> you know, again, mm -hmm. my understanding of the song structure. That's I, my anchor. And whenever I feel like it com coming back to it, it's always there. I, it's just that I got other things I got to get out of my system musically. Yeah. Right. Right, most definitely. And, that, and that's a vivid imagination of what artists are thinking or, or they wish to think. So I think you kind of painted a picture, especially in the artist's mind. Most definitely. Yes. Yes, I agree. No, I hear you. All right. All right. <laughs> Let's see. All right. And I'm excited because the audience will get to hear a little something special towards the end. I'm excited for that. Yes, uh, the Josephina remix. Um, and I am uh, really excited to be sharing this work that's basically still in progress. And um, it's, uh, it's really a breakthrough for my song, Josephina, which first came out on my first album, released uh, in 2008. But I always envisioned that that, that song was not done. Uh, that there was so much more I wanted to do with it. And this, this remix basically a, approximates it. Yeah, so, so I really hope the listeners out there enjoy it. And like I say, the first version was pretty sparse, but the second version, again, I want more of that poetry, more of that production, more of that emotion and feeling going on. It's sort of like a, you know, when someone described it as a, a, a producer was describing it as a sort of nighttime mix. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, most definitely. I totally agree with your method, uh, method and perspective. I definitely do. Thank you. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, you know, it sounds like you've definitely had your own uh, evolution with. Uh, with music and, and, and rap. Yeah, you, you could say that. You could say that. I mean, not a fun road, but um, definitely a really <laughs> crazy one, I guess. <laughs> I, I feel you. Um, this music is is a, is a winding road. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But a lot of uh, wonderful things happen along the way. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Totally agree. Like this podcast and my new music um, really opened the doors for me. It was, it was amazing to get to see what God can do, especially in times like this. Oh, yes. Um, this, uh, I think it's so exciting to connect with um, shows out there like yours. And to a certain degree that 
basically are helping us filter out music because because right now this, the internet is so vast. Oh, it's yeah. hard to wade through it. As, as savvy as one can be, there's still so much more to it and so much more music out there. And there's uh, no filter. Just kind of hit anything anywhere. However, um, I, I don't know. I think it's cool that you have, you sent your love from, you know, centers and your, and it's funneled through your podcast and and uh there's a, there's this mix of music going on oh, oh yeah wrap it up. yeah most definitely and it's my own style too so it's not the same thing it's not generic it's my own style which is something i enjoy too oh yeah absolutely it is your style and uh your style is fun yeah that's what i like about the podcast it's fun <laughs> it's very lively Yes. But that's what I want. I want it to be lively. I want the guests to come here and to really love being here, not to have a lecture and to be bored. I want them to really enjoy it. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's what I love about it. I get to meet new people and open the door for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's been fun getting to know a lot of different artists and branching out, too, because... What I used to do, originally, I used to do um, just rappers. Um, I, used to do, I used to do the show just for rappers, but um, getting to open up to others has really been impactful to me. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, we're a community of musicians, after all. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's very refreshing for me because I, I, I've played for years and... And mm, the music scene, the artists are out there. Everyone's even when we were playing in the stages, one band after another. Um, I wasn't always able to meet the other bands because they had to kind of, <laughs> you know, cater to their own um, groupies. So I just I met people kind of in passing. So I I sometimes think that there's always yet more community that we can build in the world of music among musicians. Oh, as well yes. As between uh, musicians and listeners. Oh, yes. I couldn't have said it better myself. Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. And I love how your brain works with, your, with the perspective and the arts. It's so beautiful. Oh, golly. Um, yeah, well, thanks. I can't take total credit. I guess it's my higher power. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that is accurate. I can totally, I totally agree with that. And I guess I, I would also say me also, even though I don't record music, I would definitely be on the same boat. <laughs> yes. Um, did, did I hear you right? Um, I think I... I you think you were talking about recording there? Oh, um, I don't record music. I wish I did, though, but um, I'm actually a songwriter, believe it or not. Oh, well, uh, yeah, well, why, why wouldn't I? <laughs> Wait, what do you mean by that? Oh, meaning, I, of course, I would imagine you're a songwriter. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't imagine myself um, on a track. No? <laughs> well... I, I've tried, um, I've tried rapping, but um, it's just so difficult, and my natural state would be singing, 
it's not mm-hmm. really my natural state in music is singing, not rapping. So. Oh. Oh, so so yeah, kind of. So you are you are distinguishing singing from rapping. Uh, yeah, and it was a it was a wild transition because I had because I couldn't make. Uh, pop music I had to make rap music and that whole transition was so much for me oh. <laughs> it was a lot I mean um yeah this is I'm kind of I guess I'm 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 on, I'm I'm just soaking it in what it could mean to you know transition to another genre it sounds like Am I, am I getting that right there? I mean, yeah, it was transitioning. It was changing by way of music. And I have to be that, like, probably for, like, for a long time. And it was so much for me. It was so wild and crazy for me to, to do that. I mean, I didn't want to do it, but um, it was mm-hmm. something that I love to do. A rap is something that um, I've been really in tune with, writing rap, and people love it. And um, initially led to starting this podcast on rap, and it it, it just felt natural to me. So um, I do sing from time to time now. So I guess I incorporate singing and rapping. So if I were to record music, it would be singing and rapping to make sure my two genres, the two genres I love the most, still stay with me. Sure. Yes. Yeah. That there there's a there's a way. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Um, makes me think of that quote. Well, I- I'm using it only metaphorically. What is it? Somewhere between right doing and wrong doing, there is a there is um a, a middle, and I will meet you there. Something a middle ground. Yeah, I think it's by by a poet. I can't remember the name poet's name. Yeah, it's sort of like a meeting of genres where that frontier where rap and singing can can oh, meet yeah. or converse with mm-hmm. each other. And that's what I want my recording music to be one day. If I if God allows me to record, I want it, I want my two genres to be together and to sound good. And so everybody loves singing and rapping so they can be together and they can and they can make it work. Yes. Why not? Yeah, why not? Why not? It's exciting. <laughs> yes, it is. And I get to have my own kind of style. I wouldn't just be a rapper. I could also be a singer and I can and I can really experiment singing and rapping together and I can be unique and different. Yeah. Um doesn't always have to be one or the other. Um it's funny, um for some reason I'm I'm thinking of my song, the Josephina remix, and that is that it crosses genres. For people who are gonna listen to it, it starts off one style and it ends up in another. So it's like my solution to the situation. <laughs> you have your own solution, you know, that you'll come up with. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. most definite, most definite. That's, that's my style of music that I would have one day if I record music. Cool. That'd be just me, but um, back to you because this is all about you right now. It's not about me. Um, this I'm is enjoying all... hearing about you too. 
Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. I really do. Um, and just to really close out on a good note, um, just another big thank you and from the bottom of my heart, thank you. It's it was it's been so such an amazing time getting getting to talk with you and to meet you. I've I, I've been planning on planning. Um, I've been busy, but I've been planning um, on doing it big for my um, for this season. So I just kind of felt like she and other artists is gonna make this season really blow up. <laughs> Well, um, you know, I, I, I can only hope for that. And I, I just hope, you know, it's, uh, it's very exciting to be appreciated um, by uh, you who are so musical and you've heard so many folks out there making, you know, great music. And um, yeah, the, that appreciation, it means a lot. It's very encouraging to me because I am on the verge of uh, putting out, God willing, <laughs> my next album. And it, believe me, it's been uh, long in coming. And so uh, just uh, every, every bit helps. Every bit helps out there. So, you know, I, cheer, cheering each other on. That's good. That's good. That's good. All right. And to end this on a good note between us, do you have any last words, any shout outs, any advice to give to people out there who are just starting out in the music world? Oh, wow uh any last words or shout outs and advice okay i'm gonna try to remember all that uh i want to thank with all my heart my drummer alec mangy for making the difference uh at being my wonderful bandmate uh who who really electrified um my my songwriting uh i want to shout out to my hubby gino out there who has been very supportive as I've, as you see me evolve over the years musically. And uh, just, I just really appreciate his um, moral and unconditional support. I want to shout out to my longtime fans. They are so appreciated and they're the reason I keep going. And uh, I want to shout out to basically everybody who's uh, been showing me support including um, the various organizations that have been giving me grants lately, uh, Music Teachers National Association, the National Association of Pastoral Musicians, the New England Musicians Relief Fund, and the Massachusetts Cultural Council. Uh, the, there's some wonderful people over there who've just, um, you know, had the time of day to check out my music and my work and, uh, and show me uh, some grant support. So it's been so incredibly amazing, especially during this pandemic and these hard times. Uh, for for the wor music world, my advice is just to um, you know what a, a few years ago maybe I'll pass on what 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 I, I a message I got sort of from the universe about five years ago and that was to stay faithful to my craft, like not to abandon my craft and not to abandon my music making. In the world, it's going to be so many distractions and lots of pain lots of indifference, um, pay to play, <laughs> all these different <laughs> things that sort of crop up. And like, no matter what you craft, you know, you're an artist, painter, writer, dancer, uh, cook, or chef, whatever it is, right, you know, script, you know, playwright, whatever, actor, it's just to stay faithful to your craft because um, 
I, I believe that, that uh, you will be rewarded. I can't say how, I don't know how and when, but uh, only God knows. But I think that staying true, it's kind of like straying true to your love. I mean, you know, for the person you love or whatever it is you love, um, it, it just bears, bears its own kind of fruit in its own time. Oh yeah, oh yeah, most definitely, most definitely. So I exhort people to stay faithful uh, to themselves, stay true to themselves during these tough times, and not to um, not to get too distracted by everything. Uh, I, I know it's been it's it's been real hard hitting, and no amount of words can do it justice to the grief and the pain. But I think that you know, we, we just got to hold on to the love, hold on to everything that's good and hold on to uh, everything that's good in others. Oh yes, oh yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and not to be afraid and not to be afraid to break away from formulas and to try new things and uh, just try to keep finding your tribe and um, we live in such a world right now where there's just so much going on, especially on the internet. And, you know, you got to tune into your voice first. You mm -hmm. got to tune into yourself and then, then everything else can take more context after. I think it's important not to get, not to lose oneself in today's uh, internet era. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm just taking a breather. Just taking all all you're saying. So beautiful. <laughs> wow. But um, thank you for those kind words and um, the advice. And th thank you for all the. I hope the fans and the audience out there really take it in because I am. Well, uh, that means a lot to me, and I've loved being on your show. Uh, you know. Been wonderful chatting with you, Miss Queen, and um, you know, uh, just uh, you know, all the all the best out there to listeners. I, I hope to check out my website, isabelmarcaselli.com. They're invited to follow my channels um, and uh, stay in touch with a lot of news because there's a uh, you know a lot ahead, a lot of very exciting stuff ahead, including uh, more music interviews. Um, uh, a potential new single release as well as the album which actually is going to be broken up into two albums and uh you know sneak peeks of my bandmates and so on <laughs> it's rather endless oh sweet i'm excited for that i'm excited for that <laughs> thank you yes let's keep in touch <laughs> no problem and y'all y'all out there Y'all make sure to check out Isabel. Her music is extraordinary and look out for her new stuff, her new singles, albums. Be sure to check her out. She's amazing. Check us out on social media, all of us on Wrap It Up Podcast. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode. It was very moving, so beautiful. And stay tuned because there is a little something after this, after we talk a little something special provided by yours truly, Isabel. Yeah, uh, check it out, listeners. Uh, really hope you enjoy my song. Yeah, hope you guys enjoy it. And um, stay tuned for more to come. There is more to come. Make sure to check all the other episodes. 
before and the ones that are coming after. <laughs> and um, y'all have a good one. Hope you guys have a good day, slash night, if whatever time zone you're in. And yeah, I don't have anything else. So y'all have a good one. Bye, everybody. See you guys soon. Bye, Bye everyone. Peace. Josephina, will you sing to me? Sing me to sleep. Josephina, will